Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the What's Good podcast. And today we have an absolutely ginormous announcement, an announcement that has never been this level on the What's Good podcast. We've got a new host, and our new host is... It's me and Nick. <laughs> Let's go. As you can see, we've got a camera on Nick today because Simon, unfortunately, is not very well. So Simon's not very well today. Uh, couldn't make it to the podcast. We did have a, a, two guests lined up, actually. There's going to be a foursome on the podcast. For the now, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a four. Well, um, yeah, there was going to be a foursome on the podcast. But uh, the guests were more... It was, it was Simon was the glue for those, you know, all those guests. So we're going to reschedule that for a different day. But I thought... I'll come in and do a podcast on my own. We've got Nick there as well to you know bounce ideas off. And I thought I'd be really good because we, we spoke about doing it when Simon uh, had COVID because he might not have, well, if he was really ill, then it'd be, yeah, he'd have been out for a while. But thankfully, he wasn't too, uh, wasn't too bad with COVID. So I thought, you know what, let's, let's jump in and do this. There's no John today. He's, he's here, but he's not doing the camera because he himself is not very well because he drank too much at KSI's after party um, and made an absolute fool of himself. <laughs> not really. He asked me, did I make a fool of himself? And I said, yeah, you did, to be fair. But... Um, um, no, God, I think still a good podcast today. Still a great one for you guys. It's better having something, in my opinion, than have the, the channel just die for a week. Uh, no clips, no videos. So, yeah, are you ready, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Nice. How, do you, how does your voice sound? Can you hear yourself? I can. It's weird. Damn. Really Damn. weird. I don't like it. Yeah, I was trying to get some headphones so I can hear Nick as well, but uh, it, w- it wouldn't reach. So, anyway, the first big topic we're going to speak about today is KSI. Well, actually, hold on first. New Pokemon. Yes, because it is me on my own today. You're going to get some <laughs> Pokemon talk because they've just released a brand new generation of Pokemon. Well, oh, the announcement. They've announced the new generation of Pokemon. Uh, this year, 2022, there's a whole new generation. Number nine uh, in the uh, in the installments, generation nine, Scarlet and Violet, which actually, by the way, spoiler, you've heard it here first. Laura said those two names were in her top five baby names. So now she can't use them. We still could use them, but I don't think I can call my baby after you know a Pokemon generation, especially if it was Sword or Shield. Although Sword would be a great name. Sword Shane. That's a sick name, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, there's three new starter Pokemon. I can't pronounce their names because they're a little bit weird. So I won't try to do it. But yeah, as you can see, there's a fire one. There's a grass one. There's a water one, as always. But yeah, I had to mention that before we got into it. Because if Sam was here, he'd probably laugh me out of the room. Um, anyway, KSI's Wembley Arena show has happened. We went to it on Friday night. It was unreal. I was very, I was very, obviously I performed there as well. So it was a big moment for me too, but it's JJ's show. I was just, I was, I was lucky enough to be brought out. I was lucky enough to perform Beerus and Red Alert with him, which is honestly like a, a dream come true, but it's not about me. It's about JJ. Um, but yeah, the show was unreal. I was so nervous on the car on the way there in the taxi, um, as I always am. I'm always like a miserable mess for these shows. I'm, you know, nervous, thinking I'm going to figure out. Even though I've done Virus and Red Alert about a million times on tour uh, since they came out, I'm always really nervous to actually do them. But I arrived to the venue, to the, to the arena. SX has been supporting JJ throughout his entire tour. So, um, you know, he's actually doing a, a full set before JJ, like a you know support act. Uh, and also, obviously, SX is involved in the main show as well. But as soon as I walked into the, uh, the, the arena... I saw SX, I was, I was back, you know, backstage, um, you know, where all the sound guys are and all the you know, camera guys are. And I walked onto the stage and it was just, well, I walked next to the stage. And it was just unreal. Like everyone had their lights up because SX told everyone to get their phone lights out and shine the lights everywhere. It was unreal. It was so, so good, man. Um, and in that moment there, my nerves went away and it just turned into pure excitement just to realize the, like, the magnitude of the event. Like KSI has got an arena show. I think there's like 12 and a half thousand people there, which is just mind blowing. Like we've performed at big shows before, like festivals, etc. I've got, you know, 50,000 people there, but it feels different this time because it's it's his audience, do you know what I'm saying? So obviously, even though it's still his audience, the, the Reading and Leeds and Park Life, et cetera, there are still other people who maybe are a little bit skeptical who just want to be there for the main event, you know, the main stage at those festivals. Whereas this show here, everyone has gone 
to see KSI and everyone is there to support him. So it just felt amazing. And you could just have, you could just feel the energy as soon as I walked in um, and my nerves just went and it turned into excitement just because of the, the, the realization of the magnitude of the event started to sink in. It was just incredible. So at that point then, I was really excited. Went backstage to see him and he was just gassed as well. He's getting his uh, outfit changes ready because obviously when you do an arena show, you've got to change your outfit. You know, you can't just turn up like I turn up for these shows in a hoodie and then <laughs> perform and leave. you got to change your outfit, you know. And that's got a few different technical things to, uh, you know, get over because you've, you've got mics, right? So you've got your, your mics on because he's you know, obviously shooting a documentary and shooting other things behind the scenes stuff. So he's got like three mics on under his clothing and then he's got the mic that he has to perform in. Um, so you got to change your outfit with that there as well. But his energy before the show was just amazing. And you can tell that he he like revels in these events. You know, he was born to do this. He's a, he's a born performer. Um, and it's so amazing for him to see like his stage presence from when he first started. Cause I, I remember I was there at the very first tour that we ever did. Um, in fact, this was the first tour that I was not actually there uh, every every show for which uh is a big moment as well but I, I had my own things going on as well i went to nottingham though nottingham was great and then we did the london show uh but yeah he's been doing this from the start did you did you see any of the sidemen up on the sides or anything yeah yeah i saw the sidemen yes yeah, so the sidemen were watching us they were on the right because uh, i knew that before because i always said to the guys i was like when i've done my songs because luckily i was i was early i think i was the first guest so i was early so i could get out there um you know they always say save the best till last but i think they say save the best till first uh, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I was like, after the after my verses, I'm gonna definitely go and sit with the guys and actually watch the show because most shows you just see, you know, from the side of the stage. But I didn't want that. I wanted to see it as an actual. Because I'm a fan of KSI as well. You got to remember, I've been a massive fan of whatever JD's done, and I don't want to always be like watching from the side. So I wanted to get into the crowd and and be a part of that. Um, yeah. So I saw the guys, the Simon there, and I think Ethan was saying to me that during one part of the song, when I went over to them and waved at them, I went yeah like this <laughs> he, was, he was just laughing at that um but yeah no it was great to see them um because red, red alert as well is a song that's more like it's like fam it's about, it's about family it's like type of thing you know you got friends and you got family but friends can be your family you know um so that's why when when we was performing that song i kept like you know waving to the guys because uh they, they are the family you know um but yeah it was a great great show great event it's just amazing it just felt so good uh, and there were so many special guests at the show as well um you had myself i'm going to read the list out now we've got a track list as well a set list um so we had sx of course we had craig david by the way ladies and gentlemen craig david that was there to perform his song with with jj um but also he performed seven days so when jj did one of his you know outfit changes they had craig david perform which is just unreal imagine like imagine being like 13 14 years old and JJ just living life, not knowing that one day he's going to be performing not only with Craig David, but Craig David is going to be performing one of his biggest songs at your show. Um, Unreal. We had Anne Marie, of course, who can forget. Swarms, Simba, Dino, Nathan Dor, P Money, and then myself. I don't think I missed any out there. Uh, if I did, I apologize. Um, but no, it was just great vibes overall. And it was like the, what, what, it seems like the finale, if that makes sense, of everything that JJ has been working for and towards. But you just know that it's not. You know it's not because he's got so much more in his in his chamber, you know, in his locker. This is just a start, in my opinion. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna see him do Wembley Stadium next. You know, this is this was the, this was the arena. We've got the stadium next, with eighty thousand people. And yeah, he did down like that five times in a row. Yeah, down like that just happened again and again and again and again. Um, and everyone was having a good time. Everyone have, was having a great time. It was a really nice part of, of, of it's just a really nice event. There was an after party as well in in the bar in the um, in the venue, so we went to that. That's where John drank a bit too much, you know, mm -hmm. alcohol. Um, 
Simon didn't, I don't think. Simon's not here today because he's hung over, unlike John. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he brought a Lamborghini on stage. <laughs> he literally brought a Lamborghini on stage. Uh, and shout out to everyone who was involved in making this happen as well. I know a lot of people behind the scenes, uh, a lot of members of JJ's team. I won't mention them in case they don't want to be mentioned, but yeah, they worked tirelessly for this event. Uh, you should see that they looked worn out. They looked knackered, um, you know. Uh, they seem like they haven't slept for days, you know, probably because they haven't to get this happen. Um, I mean, the, the, the logistics of getting a Lamborghini on stage is just, is just mental, you know. Um, and you can see, yeah, Simon having a great time. Louis Theroux was there, obviously, because <laughs> obviously he's part of the documentary. Um, so he was there at the after party as well. And it's just nice vibes overall. Um, it was very, very good. Also, something really important to mention in that is that Deji is going to be also performing in some sorts at the fight uh, well, at that venue so you know it's a, it, it was the SSE arena now it's changed to OVO energy arena I thought it was to do with Drake at first and I know Simon did as well but no it's not Drake <laughs> he hasn't bought the uh, the arena but yeah Deji is fighting uh, March 5th the, the Saturday after JJ so imagine being imagine being um, the OG Day parents right now and just knowing that your first son, your your firstborn son, has just performed his headline show at <laughs> SSE Arena, or sorry, at the Wembley Arena, and then literally a week later, your secondborn son is going to be headlining his own <laughs> fighting event. <laughs> what meant? I mean, you can't get any more proud than that, you know. Um, and they are definitely the two, you know, the, the, the two hot topics of the country right now. Um, so, yeah, I saw Deji at the fight as well, actually. He was really, uh, he, was, he was happy to be there. Um, it was nice to see him. I, I, obviously, me and Deji have got a lot of history with the with the distracts and that. But when we see, I've seen him twice now since that all happened. And one was at the JJ's album party. And, we, you know, we, it was a great time there. Uh, and then, obviously, at the, at the, fight, uh, at the show as well, uh, I saw him there. And it was really nice. It just felt like it always has felt. So, hopefully, we can get him on the podcast one day, um, maybe, maybe after his fight, etc. We go to talk to him and catch up with him properly but he was happy he was really proud of jj because i think on the on the show I, I mentioned black and white which is my my and jj's old rap name we did a duo <laughs> um because obviously you, you, we used to do hesky time we used to do the football rap battle so all the comedy songs together but we were like let's let's you know let's make a group about it instead of being ksi and randolph because obviously at the time those names weren't necessarily what they were now well certainly ksi <laughs> was different back then so we, we we went by black and white, and that's where we released the song "Sweaty Goals" with. Yeah, instead of KSI and Randolph, it was it was black and white, which is really funny. And and I shouted that out in the show, and Deji remembered that. And then Deji kept Deji said to JJ, "Is like, oh, I remember we used to play with toys together, man." And I was like, "Wait, you're going too far back now. You know, you got to say, oh, I remember when we used to play games together, or when we used to film together. You can't go back to the toys days because no one knew back then. It's like saying, you know, um, oh man, back when." You know, I don't know, me and Obama used to play with toys back in the day. I knew it was going to turn out to be the president. You can't say that. Um, but yes, yeah, so we've got Deji's fight coming up the week after. In, and in fact, at the time of recording this, it's six days, three hours, eight minutes and 55 seconds to go. Um, so I thought I'd do a little bit of a final prediction. Obviously, maybe Simon can give his predictions as well and we'll, we'll overdub it on the on the video here or something. Um, but I'll give my predictions. Is that, is that the full card, Nick? Yeah, do you want to start at the bottom? Let's start at the bottom, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't realize. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> mention this on the podcast, you know. But yeah, Halal Ham is fighting. I think we mentioned that part, but we didn't mention who he's fighting. So Halal Ham is fighting Salt Puppy. And if you don't, sorry, I'll say that again, Salt Puppy. So, you know, salt and pepper. If you don't know who Salt Puppy is, get yourself on TikTok and find out. He's the guy who does the slow, he does the slow-mo running. No, no, he does the running standing still. So he does like this sick running thing. You know who I'm talking about. If you've seen, if you've got TikTok, you'll have seen him. He was trending everywhere and he just runs on the spot. Um, yeah, he's so sick. But recently, he did a video where he, instead of pouring salt on his Nando's or on his food, he like drops it into his hands and like shakes this into this 
there's his face that he does. So everyone started dubbing him the Salt Pappy. Um, and he's fighting Halal Ham. Now, obviously, he, he lives in the UK, but apparently he's American. I was told he was American, but I don't, I'm not actually too sure. But I have to say, I've, I've you know, I've spoke with Halal Ham a bit in the, in the past. He was a great guy, but I have to go with Salt Pappy. Salt Pappy. I can't say salt. How do you say salt, Nick? Salt. Salt. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like that. Let's say salt. Um, right. Welcome back onto the, uh, the 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 tier list. Let's go. Other other fight. Let's go. Let's do this. Right. So I'm going. These are the official Randolph official what's good predictions. Simon's got no say in this, so, so it's me versus the world. I'm gonna go salt puppy to win. Salt puppy. I can't say this guy's name. Salt puppy to win. Um, he's gonna beat Halal Ham. It's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be a close fight. But yeah. I'm going for, I mean, to be fair, Halal Ham's been training quite well. He looks quite good, but I'm still going for my guy, Pappy. Um, right, so that's my first prediction. Salt Pappy to win. Stromedy versus Austin Sprins. Now, I don't know if I know who Austin Sprins is. So I'm going to go with Stromedy because I know him from that video where he was chatting to um, Austin McBroom, right? No, no, it was, it was. Is it Bryce? Bryce, yeah, Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall, that's the one. Right, so I'm going Stromedy. So yeah, Salt Pappy, Stromedy to win. Next one, we've got Ashley Kane versus... Andreas Eskander. I don't know who they are, so I'll go UK. I'm guessing that's Ashley Kane, the UK. Yeah, there we go. So he's going to win. Next, we've got Ryan Taylor versus DK Money. Ryan Taylor, the BMX guy, right? I'm pretty sure that's the guy who JJ did his uh, video with, where JJ, <laughs> that, that video where JJ falls off the bike. Um, yeah, Ryan Taylor to win that one. Easy claps. I mean, obviously, oh, arms quality. Oh, yeah, I got to go for arms, man. Versus Mini Con. Is that Constantine? <laughs> Constantine Nubebula? Although I do like that pink hair there. That, that pink hair is, is that a hair or is it a hat? Or like a do-rag? What is that? Do-rag. Oh, okay. It looks like from where I'm sat, it looks like a like a pink wig. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry, Minicon. No, I'm going for arms for that one. What's the next one, Nick? Sorry, I got that. Oh, this is the bike. Yeah, here we go. Look at this. JJ riding down. I I did a reaction on my new Randy reaction channel recently. This was the first <laughs> clip on one of the Cyber moments. <laughs> so good. So, so good. Um but yeah, let's go. What's the next? We've got, I think Vita Vitali. I can see Vitali versus Christian Hamby. Oh yeah, we spoke about this last time, didn't we? Oh, Christian Hamby versus Vitali. I mean, I'm pretty sure Vitali is on every drug known to man. So I don't know how this fight has even happened. He's definitely not supposed to pass a drug test. There's no way he has. Um, but I have to say, I'd go for him because he looks like a he looks, looks like a unit these days because of the drugs. <laughs> but um, they often say, don't they? The more jacked you are, the harder it is to actually fight because you know you slow down a lot. It, it takes a lot of energy out of you when you're throwing these punches with these big guns that they've got. I've also got big guns. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, my, okay, right. I want Christian to win, obviously, for the UK, but I'm going to predict Vitaly to win that one. Uh, and we've got King Kenny versus Face Temper. Now, hot off the press. I'm not sure if you guys saw TikTok recently, but Temper misses flight. <laughs> um, he missed his flight, but it doesn't mean he's not going to make the fight because obviously, as we all know, I'm pretty sure there's more than one fight, one flight per week to the UK from America. So I think he's going to be all right. But uh, this is the co-main event. Uh, it was so funny because in the video, the TikTok video, he was like, "Oh, sorry guys, I missed my flight." But check out this cool mini pipe I put in my in my warehouse, <laughs> like a little um, like a skating ramp. So I think for that reason, there, I don't think he's been focusing on his fight necessarily. If you're getting gassed about like a little half pipe you've put in your warehouse, you're not training. Whereas I briefly saw King Kenny at the at the show. He looks good. I think him and Deji seem to be in the in the right mindset, you know, which is very very good. But yeah, I'm gonna go King Kenny for the win on the co-main event. UK all the way, baby. Apart from Vitali, I guess, and Salt Pappy. If he is American, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's, he lives in the UK, though. And then we've got Deji, Alex Wasabi. Now, obviously, I want Deji to win. No questions asked. I want Deji to be Alex Wasabi. Uh, but this is a prediction. Who do I think is going to win? And 
You know what? I do think Deji's going to win. I'm going to give it to Deji because I feel like this time around, I know he's had many fights. He's you know he's not not necessarily performed at the level that we want him to perform or the level we maybe have expected him to perform. Um, I know we keep saying that this time is, is you know he's fitter this time he's stronger this, but he looks he does look fitter this time he looks fitter he looks like he's in the right mindset. Um, obviously, I was with the whole team for the when he fought Jake Paul and he, he wasn't in the right mindset. Then I literally would admit, admit that, and he was as well. You just tell you know we were all there as as I guess I was there to film JJ in his fights and just I guess be there to be like a friend type thing. Then you had like Vidal Leon there to train, and obviously Deji's there as well, but. It's just different now because back then, he, he just he, he was like he was like he was one of us. He was one of the the gang, you know, one of the like, one of the, like the the entourage of JJ rather than the entourage of yourself. You know, he wasn't he wasn't in the right mindset. Um, whereas this time, when I, when I when I saw him at the fright briefly, and you just see him on on his clips and his videos, he seems like he's in the right mindset now. And uh, mindset's the hardest thing to get into when you go into a fight like this. That's why I've never never fought because I can't get into that mindset. Um, so I don't care enough. You know, I don't, I don't care about fighting the other person enough. I don't care about yeah. You have to you have to find me someone who I really 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 hate it for me to actually get in the mindset. It's not easy. It's hot. It's, I think getting your mind into something is the hardest thing you can do. Harder than the actual you know exercise or preparation itself. It's hard, It's actually harder to get your mind right. But I think Deji's done that now. He's, he's in the right mind, uh, in the right mind space. So I think, yeah, I think Deji's got this one. Um, let's hope, let's pray that he's going to win this one. But I think he's going to deliver the goods. So yeah, that's my prediction. So, so to, to, I guess to summarize, we had Salt Poppy, Stromedy, Ashley Kane, Ryan Taylor, Arms Corleone, which is a great name, by the way. What a great name that is. Uh, Vitaly, that's the only, only time where I've predicted the American to win. Uh, then King Kenny and Deji. A very one, yeah, a very biased prediction, very one-sided <laughs> prediction, but why not? Team UK. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys go and buy the ticket. It's really cheap, actually, the pay-per-view. It's nine ninety-nine there, and I'm pretty sure in the UK it's like six ninety-nine or something yeah, like that. So yeah, so that's really affordable. Um, so yeah, go and check that out, guys. Buy tickets to the actual show if you can. If not, definitely tune in and um, let's see Deji bring it home. I'm excited for that one. Um, but yeah, it was nice to see Deji at the show. I think he was really proud of JJ as you'd expect, but because they've had a lot of you know. I mean, they are brothers, aren't they? So they've had a lot of you know scraps down the down the years, but it's nice to see them come together. And uh, for me, it's nice to see them both like headline that, that arena the same same week, say in the same month. You know, I know one's February, one's March, but it's the same thing. Is is KSI going to be at Deji's? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. JJ's going to go to that fight. He's he's gassed. He's really excited, as you'd expect. But yeah, he's really excited. Um, Nick, when are you going to fight Simon? <laughs> I wouldn't be able to reach him. <laughs> Just hold his hand on me. You got you got uh, you got JJ and Deji headlining okay, the Wembley I'll, Arena. I'll fight Simon yeah. if JJ agrees to fight me afterwards. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. No. Or no, you have to you have to fight someone. You have to headline. What can we find? We can find a smaller venue, the Copper Box. <laughs> <laughs> Simon's got the day Simon performs a music show at Copper Box Arena. You got to follow up with the fight, <laughs> even if no one goes. You just got to fight someone in the car park. I'll fight John. <laughs> yeah, fight John. <laughs> I'll pay to see that. I'll pay, I'll pay a lot of money. Um, hopefully you beat John. <laughs> right. So we got that. Yeah, let's go. Right. The next thing I want to talk about today. This might be a shorter podcast. Obviously, there's no necessarily you know Simon here to kind of hold my hand through the topics. So the next, <laughs> the next thing we're going to talk about is. The Simon Sunday, guys. There's a Simon Sunday coming up. No, it's already out. So yeah, it's already out. It's coming up while I'm filming this because for some reason we're filming on a Sunday today. I think because I think they've got shoots planned this week. That's why Simon couldn't make it as well because we had like he's ill today. We couldn't reschedule any other day next week. Usually we can. So if someone's ill, we just do the next day or the day after. But this time it was very very tight, so we could only do Sunday. Um, 
so yeah the video has been posted in a couple of hours as i'm recording this or last week for you guys uh, if you haven't seen it make sure you go and watch it this is a spoiler warning spoiler alert right now i'm not sure the title because i'll, I'll give you i'll give you my interpretation of this video right um, but it's something like a mukbang on a bus right they had a mukbang on a bus and there's loads of different activities uh, entailing but i was just at home uh, the night before uh, chatting away to people just doing my thing you know recording streaming Blah, blah, blah. And then um, Josh checked me saying, are you free tomorrow at four o'clock for a Simon video? And I was like, of course, I'm, all, I mean, I'm always down to be in a Simon video. Why not? You guys are my daddies, you know? I'll do anything for you lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially if you touch me like Josh. Um, <laughs> nah, but yeah, so it was, but he didn't tell me any details. He just said, me, I said, where is it and when? He said, four o'clock and meet us here. And he put like um, an address into, into, the, in, into WhatsApp. And immediately I saw it as, you'll see in the video towards the end, I'm sure, um, or it might be on side plus actually I'm not sure where that clip's going but it's, it's Nick can you try and find a picture of it it's those things in London where everyone sits on a bike you pedal oh, together yeah it's called pe ped pedalo or something I'm not sure it's ped pedi bar I think it's called that yeah pedi bar so we were and I thought it was I thought the whole video was just that because I didn't know anything else, any other details um, and coincidentally that, that day was one of the busiest days for me ever in life I literally remember it as one of my busiest ever days I think I woke up my, my goal was to film some reaction videos at 9 a.m., right? So I got up at 8, um, got ready and everything. It got to 9 a.m. Then I, we had to sort some Ace stuff out for Ace grading. So I think I was helping design some labels for the new Ace labels. Then we were sorting this out, sorting that. So obviously I can't go into what we were doing because that's our work. But we were doing a bunch of different things. And it's also boring. We were doing a bunch of different work things. I was doing spreadsheets. I was doing like FAQ sections. A bunch of different stuff that we had to get ready. Um, then I was filming my Pokemon video. Then I was making my thumbnail for a Pokemon video. Then it got to half three and I thought, crap, I better leave now. It's good to silent filming. So I've already been stressed. So I rushed to the, uh, the location where they told me to go. Next minute, I, I see this big bus arrive. So I knew that's, okay, that, that's a very fancy bus. That's where I'm supposed to be going. Walk towards that. And John's like pointing at me saying, get down, get down. I'm thinking, what, what's John on about? I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, but it was a surprise, which I didn't know. It was a surprise. And me and Calux, Calux then met me, uh, when we met each other there in front of the bus. We were getting mic'd up right in front of the bus. <laughs> and I didn't know it was a surprise. So we're there, right? Just sat there, mic'd up, waiting. And then Josh comes through with the rest of the guys. I think Josh organized this video. So he was, uh, you know, uh, in charge of that one. And so then the guys came across and it was a surprise and we were just it was the worst surprise ever we just sat in front of the bus <laughs> on the floor <laughs> surprise next thing i know we were split into different teams i think i joined uh, i joined toby and vic and then ethan and harry had looks into their team i think josh and simon were in their own team next minute i've been throwing a um beer <laughs> beer outfit I've, I'm literally wearing a, wearing a pant of beer like an inflatable beer outfit sprinting through London trying to find something orange trying to get I, I was down in a gin and tonic or, I was down in a drink before I knew it um, patting a keering, running we were sprinting around London I'm thinking what's going on I've had the worst day of my, I've had the most stressful day ever now I'm in a Simon video sprinting around London wearing a beer outfit so that was just like for me going from just 100 mile an hour to 200 mile an hour um real quick and unexpectedly but it was so funny though it was jokes make sure you guys go and check that video out and then to top it off i think we yeah it was like a so they were doing a mukbang and then we were on the video towards the end me and calux i think freezy was ill that day so he couldn't make it unfortunately um and they had to do different challenges so when we were when we were on the bus we had like a nice little dessert i'm not sure what that dessert was but it was lovely really like that some, some sort of salted caramel pastry or pa how do you say it, nick pastry pastry 
pastry. Not pastry. I, I think I call it pastry and Laura <laughs> tells me off. <laughs> um, yeah, pastry. And it's really, really lovely. And after that then, we did the, the final... I'm not, this was where I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's in the video or if it's going to go on Side Plus, but you should definitely go and find it. And if you haven't got Side Plus, get it just for this video or this clip. Cause it's so funny, man. Because we were um, on that thing that Nick showed you a minute ago. Pe Petty Bar, it's called. So you're all... The idea is there's someone steering, obviously the guy, well, the people who run the, the company who run it, um, he's steering and braking, but we're all pedaling. So you've got eight of us on this. Well, I don't know how many of us there were. Nine of us, maybe, plus Con and John filming. Yeah, that's like, just put, exactly like that. And we were pedaling around London with drinks. Um, and I'll have to tell you right now, it was so hard, right? Not For me, it wasn't the pedaling. Everyone was having to go at each other saying, who's not pedaling? You pedal, you pedal. I wasn't necessarily having much pain in my legs or my thighs. It was my ass. <laughs> and I have to tell you, right? I almost tweeted it out, but I thought it was a bit too sus for me. And the next day, I almost tweeted out, the Cybermen destroyed my arse yesterday. <laughs> but I refrained from doing that. Yeah, they literally... The, 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 obviously, the, I'm a big man now, right? The, the seats for the, the thing are so small. It's literally a bike seat. It's going up my ass, man. It's just aching so much. Every time I pedal, I'm just getting like... I was getting like probed. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I literally couldn't do it, man. It's, it's so much pain. And Ethan was like, Randy, pedal. I was like, I can't. But no, it was a lot of fun. We were playing some music, playing some unreleased music, some new. I've been working on some music, you know, coming soon. Uh, not necessarily just for me, but, uh, you know, a few bits for maybe Josh, a few bits for me and Simon's new music. So I've been excited. I've been really enjoying that. Um, so we were playing a few tracks there. I think Toby played an unreleased song as well, which is not going in the video. That's not making a video, but. I'm just gonna say it sounded fire, so looking forward for that one coming out. Um, but yeah, I, I was drinking. They had no alcohol on the uh, the petty bar, so I just took whatever I could off the bus. So I had a white wine bottle and a um, oh Nick, what is it? Sh not Schler, that's the non-alcoholic one. Uh, not what schnapps? It's sh yes, peach schnapps. It wasn't peach, and it wasn't it wasn't that. It was green sours. Oh, apple sours. Apple apple sours, right? But I thought. Apple sours was just, you drink it straight. And I didn't think it was like a, yeah. I, I thought you just drink it straight. I thought that's all, like, like, you know, like Wicked, w, WKD. I mm. thought it was like that. So I poured a pint glass of, of sours. <laughs> so I was just drinking the entire the entire glass of sours. So I was gone. I got I, back home with, uh, Sides is now in, in, in um, range of my flat. So I was just at home drunk with Laura. We and Laura had an argument before I went as well. So I was like, oh, she's definitely gonna be mad at me walking home drunk. <laughs> She's like, don't come near me if you're drunk. Um, but no, that was fine. We had some sides, and uh, you know, it's all all fine at the end of the day. But make sure you check that video out because it's absolutely insane. And um, I just wanted, I wanted to let you guys know that because my my angle of that video was just pure mayhem because I just arrived and it was nice. You know, meet me and looks were just chilling, just chatting. There you go. You see me and Carlos just chilling there. Amazing. Next thing you know. I'm wearing, and Kellogg's got a great deal, you know, because Ethan and Harry were wearing suits. They were like businessmen or something. <laughs> and I had to wear a flipping pine thing. And I couldn't even fit in the one they wanted me to wear. I think Vic was wearing the, uh, <laughs> the pine one. And they wanted me to wear a hot dog or something. I was like, I'm not getting that, Vic. I can't fit in. I literally can't fit my body in that one. So I had the pine and that barely fit either. Um, so yeah, that was just a stressful video, but it, it was so good. I always feel like the best Simon videos are the most stressful ones because that's what you get. You get the mayhem, you get the different angles, the different different perspectives. Um, so yeah, that's the Simon Sunday. Um, Simon, obviously KSI was not in that one. You'll, you'll have known because he's too famous now performing at Wembley, performing all these different areas. But um, yeah, me and Lux did our best to fill in for KSI, which is not, not a fair replacement. But also actually, shout out to Kalux. Kalux dropped a video yesterday 
Whoa, bang, it's on like 1.5 million views already. And that's the one that we told him to do. I'm sure he would have had the idea anyway, but me and Simon recommended he did that video on the What's Good podcast. So we therefore deserve 30% of the ad revenue. Thank you, Calux. And we also deserve 80% of your shareholding in no two ways, by the way. Just that's how, <laughs> things, that's how, that's how things work. But yes, yeah, so he went on the second date. So he went on the second date. Yes, I went on a second date with the Cyber 20 versus one girl. So the girl who sat on his face, he went on a second date with. Um, and they, yeah, they just chatted together, had like a little uh, wine and dine, you know, start of the interview, sorry, start of the date, doing some questions. And then they moved on to, I think, Top Golf type thing or a driving range, um, which was jokes as well. And they smashed the thumbnail as well. So yeah, shout out to Lux for doing that. Go and check the video out. Also, his shoes just dropped. I believe they dropped on Monday. So by the time this podcast is out, they're already out. And definitely they've already sold out because you know Lux is the man at the moment. He's the hot topic and he's uh, building an incredible brand with no two ways. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to that video as well. And uh, yeah, great execution. Um, hopefully one day I can get a video that gets a million views again. Well, the only way I can get a million views now is if I just use my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Randolph named his baby after Pokemon. <laughs> That's my next video coming soon. Um, yeah, so I also want to take this time while we're talking about Sidemen. I, I thought, what can I bring to the podcast if Simon's not here? What can I do on my own? Because he, he was like, surely you can't do this on your own. And I was a little bit... I was worried that he was saying that's that's an awful idea for the channel and maybe this will never go out. Maybe we'll have to make our own like what's good what's good plus <laughs> which you, pay, you can pay for it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um but yeah, maybe this is like a bonus episode. I don't know. We thought let's film something, you know, John and, and Nick are here anyway to to film and to, to provide content. So I was like, let's just let's just get it done. If it's good, we'll post it. If not, then I don't know, we'll figure something out. But anyway, so I, I I'm comfortable to do it on my own because I can waffle, but if you guys are you know, not enjoying this, then feel free to leave. No, I'm kidding. Come back, please. Uh, <laughs> leave a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel, as always. You know, comment down below. Help the alg algorithm for this one. Um, but I thought, what can I bring to the podcast that's different if Simon's not here? And I thought of the perfect opportunity. Today, guys, I will do a Sidemen tier list, okay? And you might be thinking, Sidemen tier list, this is not fair. You're going to rate your friends. You're going to put one of your friends to the bottom of the, of the, the tier list. And yeah, damn right I am. But I thought, <laughs> you know, let's not do this based on who I like the most or who I think is the best. I'm going to do this on this. this yes, this is the tier list on the Sidemen that I would love to run away with and marry and live the rest of my life with. That's what I'm basing this off, okay? Um, so it's not just looks, by the way, because no, I'm not um, that shallow. It's a, uh, you know, personality or who I think would make a, you know, a great partner to, you know, live this life with. So here we go. I'm going to go from bottom to top. Um, is Are there actually eight? There's seven. There are seven there. Yeah, oh, so there, yeah there are seven tiers and obviously seven Sidemen. So did you make this, Nick? No, I wish. <laughs> I stole it straight away. Because <laughs> that is smart, you know. That is smart. Right. Bottom. Let's start at the bottom. Now, obviously, for many different reasons, um, Simon is my least favorite Sidemen. Or the least, the Sidemen I would least like to spend the rest of my life with. Um, why you ask? Well, because it's the easy option. I don't want to put anyone bottom. The, the only person I can put bottom is the person who's on this podcast. So anyway, for what it's worth, I reckon Simon and my, myself would have a great life together. You know, play Pokemon together. Um, you know, watch football. Yeah, we have a great life. You know, if you're Simon, if you're down, let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm available, really. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So wait, Nick, can you just slide it to the left of it? Or to the right, sorry. I can't, I can't see because the camera's on. Because the camera's on me today. All I can see is the camera. There we go. Go. Um, a bit more actually. Thank you. Yeah. Right. So Simon. So who next? Okay. Who next? Right. JJ. To be fair, JJ. I think would make an awful partner in life for me. Oh, you know, actually, we make music together. We make good music together. We, 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 me and JJ always laugh a lot. So actually, it'd be all right. I think. I think I would get mad at him a lot though. Like he'd never be home. He'd always be out and about. You know, it, it head, his, his head would get turned in the relationship because, you know, he's so famous. I'm not, I'm not sure if I can deal with that type of pressure in a relationship, you know. Um, You'd be getting jealous of Craig David. Yeah, Craig yeah. David. I'd be definitely jealous of Craig David. 
Um, I don't know if I could trust him because um, he's so popular and he's so famous. All right, we'll come back to JJ. Vic, you know, I think Vic will be actually be Vic would be a great partner in life. You know, very smart, very sensible. Got a lot of like business acumen about him. I reckon we'd start, you know, start a nice couple of businesses together. He'd keep me up to date on, you know, world politics, which I have no idea about. So he'd be great on that basis. Um, I think that Toby, Toby would be, mm, Toby. <laughs> I'm trying to think of me and Toby living together in, in a life full of, you know, lust. <laughs> so sus. Nah, uh, Toby. You know, now me and Toby would get on, again, make music together. We, we, you know what? Me and Toby every morning would wake up and do Wordle together. I feel like me and Toby both appreciate words. Obviously, he's like a absolute god with um just wordplay and all that stuff. And obviously, I like to write music as well. I think me and Toby would get along very well. Um, I, United would need to improve, wouldn't they, to actually for Toby to survive? Right now, he's pulling his hair out. Harry, Harry, nah, Harry. I would, again, me and Harry get on really, really well. We have great time together. A lot of fun memories to be had. But he's a, an adventurer, and I'm not necessarily as much of an adventurer than he is. So I feel like he'd be out all the time. If he's out all the time, who's he with? Who's he spending his time? <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep track of him. So, mm, mm, mm. Josh, I think Josh. Yeah, me and Josh would be a great fit. Actually, me and Josh would be a great fit. You know, because um, you know he's, he's good, at, good, good at role playing. So, so um, <laughs> he's great at role playing. So we'd always have a great time in the bedroom with Josh. Um, and I think we get, we get me and Josh got on, got on quite well to be fair. So Josh is definitely up there. And we got Ethan. Um, oh, Ethan's too fit for me, man. He'd be up in the morning like Randy, come on, lap around the house, then lift these weights. And I'm like Ethan, I'm just trying to sleep, man. Try to get my um, right. Who, what am I doing? Here? Right, yeah, E. I'm gonna go with Ethan. E for Ethan. There we go. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. Again, me and have, me and him have my great time. But he's a West Ham fan. I don't really have much affiliation with West Ham apart from Michael Antonio, who is my god. Um, so let's go. Uh, but yeah, I can't keep up with the fitness, so I have to have to put Ethan in the E tier there. Um, and again, just to repeat, guys, this is not who I like the most in the Simon. This is purely who I think I could spend my rest of my life with, you know, in a relationship. <laughs> um, and then Harry, yeah, whack Harry in D, I think. Yeah, Harry's the, the next one because again, like I said, he's just gonna be out and about too much. He'll, he'll wake me up like, oh, Randy, let's go wakeboarding. I'm like, no, man, I'm trying to catch Pokemon. <laughs> I'm trying to catch Pokemon in my VR world right now, mate. Go away. And he's like, no, roller, let's roller skate around the house. No, Harry. <laughs> but he would bring some good, you know, great video content. You know, be able to, like, do some sick free kicks in the back garden. Be like, oh, I like doing that. Um, next up, I think Toby. I'm going to put Toby in there. Um, I think Toby. No, you know, actually, put Toby in B. Then put, I think, put Vic in C. Yeah. I think while Vic and I would have a great time, you know, talking about world, the world affairs, you know, I think, I don't know. I feel like we, I'm not sure how, yeah, I think the music aspect puts Toby up there, you know, just in a studio together, just spitting off bars. Uh, then put JJ in A, again, for that reason as well. Um, actually, you know what? No, no, no. Put uh, JJ goes with where Vic is. There we go. Vic goes into B. Toby goes into A, actually. Wow, Toby's done really well there. <laughs> Congrats. To and Josh wins. <laughs> Josh wins this. Um, because, you know, Josh is just, I think we fit really well together. You know, we, we already get on quite well. Also, just for clarification, I think Simon would actually be A or ST if I didn't actually want to, um, you know, use him as a fodder just to not, you know, upset anyone else. <laughs> um, 
But now Ethan's gonna be like, no, anyway. No one wants that. No one wants to actually live the rest of life with Randy, apart from Laura. Unlucky Laura, you locked in, unfortunately. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this looks good. Yeah, Josh A S tier. Me and Josh living life together would love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. He built a role playing bedroom very, very well. Uh, I think he enjoys Pokemon. He enjoys collecting cards together. We'll do some, you know, sick ace grading content. That'll be perfect. Toby purely based on the the music and the word wordplay. Um, and we, we we have a fun time. Vic again, he's just sensible man. Just you know, Vic's definitely someone you want to be your rock in life you know um perfect jj jj would be an absolute wild time you know you'd have a great time together you know these big events you, I, get, I get to go to the the brits with him you know i feel he's a bit on the side of the red car <laughs> this is getting weird now <laughs> it's getting too i'm i'm joking guys for anyone wondering but yeah there's my seven tier list you got josh toby vic jj harry ethan and sorry simon you are the bottom you're the weakest link, goodbye. But yeah, there we go. That's my Simon tier list. Let me know in the comments what you think. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? How? What would you change about this list? You know, and also, what's your Simon tier list? <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go. Boom, Simon tier list. What do you reckon, Nick? Yeah, what about if uh, Simon tier list for guests on the podcast? Oh, wow. Okay. Or is that let's, too controversial? No, let's do that. Let's, uh, maybe it's too controversial. Simon Bottom, he doesn't make it anymore. Yeah, Simon's Bottom, he's not even here. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> Imagine being ill. Nah, Simon's actually ill. Um, oh, how do I rate this then? Based on podcast guest appearances. Again, guys, this is just obviously everyone. Everyone's an amazing guest. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Toby Top, actually, on his own, because not only did we have a great time. I think Toby was our first. Yeah, after JJ, Toby was our first official guest. We had JJ on in the early days, but that was when we were just getting on the hype around the diss track stuff. So I'd say yeah, Toby definitely was our first proper guest. And also he came on and we, had, I think we had a cancellation once and Toby just came through and was like, you know, that's really nice. And um, also a great conversation. So I think Toby's, yeah, Toby's up there as the God of the What's Good podcast. Um, next I'll go, I'll go KSI just because, you know, he carries us, he brings in the immense power. He's always, he's always, even when he's not on the podcast, he's on the podcast. You know, I think <laughs> we talk about KSI more than we talk about ourselves on this podcast. Um, then I'll go, I'll go Ethan, Josh, same tier. Because I actually really enjoy the Josh podcast. We need to do a new one. We need to do, we need to update Josh. I think we need to get Josh and Freya on at the same time. I would love that. Um, me, Simon, Josh, Freya. That'd be a great podcast Josh, to have. Josh is our most viewed podcast by minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I just realized, I was going to repeat what you said then, but I realized now you, you they can hear that. <laughs> great. great. Usually when you say something, we have to like put, put in what you said. Yeah. Shout out Josh. He is our dad. Um, Obviously, then, yeah, we've got Harry, who is going to be on the podcast at some point. As he said to us, he's down to come on. We, uh, we've got a time in mind that we'd like to get him on there, so we're going to propose that to him soon. But we're hoping out maybe after Vegas, so he can obviously we can talk about Vegas and talk about any stories there. Um, you know, we're not going to, yeah. Harry, obviously, we want to make sure he's comfortable on the podcast. So I think it's better to talk about experiences that we've had together rather than anything else. We're not here to, you know, interview him or put him on the spot. It's just there for a chat. Vic, you know, what, actually, put Simon on C actually. Because, um, you know, and then, and then put Simon on C. Sorry, then put Harry on C. Because Harry's not even done the podcast. But he's, then Vic, yeah, Vic's right at the bottom because he refused us. He's us <laughs> Vic has to be there because he turned us down. But um, no, Vic will be on the podcast one day. I'm sure of it. We'll make it happen. Before we all quit or die, we'll make sure we get Vic on the podcast. And I think it'll be a great one. It'll be definitely worth the wait. So there we go. There's two Simon tier lists. Yeah, you might go up to the A tier. Who knows? Again, let me know your guys' favorite guests uh, from the Sidemen Boys on the What's Good podcast. But yeah, that is the, uh, the Sidemen tier list. Um, something I want to go into next. Actually, I've got a little coffee. Let me let me drink this because I've not stopped talking the entire time. <laughs> Actually, how did you enjoy the show, Nick? Because you, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, the the KSI show. Yeah, yeah. 
it was oh, sorry it was yeah it was unbelievable it was it was amazing seeing the difference between that and i remember going to his first ever show oh yeah yeah where it was in front of a few hundred people yeah yeah and he's just a lot he controls the crowd mm -hmm. really well he's so good like yeah because yeah. i think he he always says now that he's not nervous and i actually believe him i don't, I don't know if he, he doesn't get nervous do you know how you can really tell is he he he's comfortable standing in one place for a yeah. long time yeah and just control. he had that little bit out the front of yeah. the stage I, I still do that now, you know. If you watch me, not this show, I was actually less nervous. But at other shows, I'm always walking around. I walk yeah, from left you to right. At your show, hmm? at your show, you weren't. Yeah, you no. Your, well, your that's the thing. At my show, I have to, I have to. I'm responsible then, aren't I, for my own? Usually, when we're doing, when we did the New Age tour, not that obviously me and JJ, we, we, we tried to make the set list as kind of equal as we could there. But obviously, I'm, I'm really always still feeding off his energy because he's a performer. And even though I do music, I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily come myself a, a performer. I, I kind of, I don't dislike performing. I love it, but I'm always very nervous to do it. Whereas he's not, so I always ride his energy at the shows. So at New Age, I always like, you know, I let him dictate the show and then I'll just be there to kind of do my part and also bring my aspect to it. Um, and then also on the other KSI shows, there's other KSI tours, I was there as a hype man. So I was there, he, he was the main event. I'm supposed to stay in the background. So I always have that element when I perform as a guest with him that I'm still meant to be there in, in the background, which I am. Um, but yeah, his, his stage presence now is unreal. There was one bit where you two were almost singing or rapping to each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, looking in looking into each other's eyes yeah was that like <laughs> was that intense or did you like want to turn and look at the crowd are you like no this is oh no yeah well we we, we always do that to be fair with the um so beer is there's a line where we go uh, and we've been going in since day so we did that we always do that together now i think at the festivals I, we never did it on tour actually we never did that together on tour but i think now we were, we were i think every show we do we go to a new venue and a bigger and bigger stage and a bigger occasion we just keep looking at each other and going we've been going in since day because obviously <laughs> like I think, yeah, I think he, he loves bringing me out because he knows that I've been there with him in every show since the very start. And we've been to all these different venues together. Like you say, we've been to small venues and now we're at these big venues. I think he likes the fact that we've, obviously he's done this, but also we've kind of been there to, you know, I mean, you started at Hesky time, right? Doing all those songs. So it's nice to see like we've got to take it. He always loves bringing me out, which I'm thankful for. I'm really grateful for that because, you know. Did Hesky time nearly make the Wembley set list? There were actually plans to do Hesky time. I won't, I won't spoil what those plans were in case they do it in the future, but there was some plan. I think I think they just couldn't get it done in the end because they had so much other stuff like the Lamborghini and XX, all this other stuff going on. They just forgot to get that part organized. But I will not say it because it might happen in the future. Um, but yeah, Hesky Time has got to come back one day. But no, it's just really nice performing with him. Um, yeah, and there's one point in Red Alert as well. We're on tour. We always wrap together. Rap, you know, we always like lock eyes, you know, uh, wrap together and then go on the stage. But yeah, he, he, I mean, he, JJ's like my brother, really. He's like my family because I think... Obviously, many people who watch me or watch the podcast or watch us don't really know where I came from. I just started appearing in the Cyber videos. <laughs> but me and JJ know each other since like, the very start of his um, his channel. If you go to his like first videos, you'll just see like my songs on there. I think he used to do Call of Duty and FIFA content, and I was making music. And I try and obviously to get my like, as a musician that small, no one cares unless you're on a label or anything. So I was like, how do I get exposure? How can I get my name out there? Because obviously. When you're doing FIFA, you've got the FIFA name, right? You know, you're playing FIFA. People are looking to have tips on FIFA or content around FIFA. If you're playing Call of Duty, the same sort of thing. When you're doing music, like what what, what, what makes you stand out? What, what makes you different from the rest? And back then, everyone was posting on YouTube trying to, you know, do freestyles or do videos or do this. I'm thinking, how can I get out there? So I thought what I'd do is I'd make songs. I'd first of all ask people if they can use my songs in their background. Because obviously, again, FIFA creators need music on YouTube that's uncopyrighted or not going to get claimed. So they need some music in the background. So I, I would message people saying, look, I make music. 
you make great content can i put my music on your on your content and then obviously you know put my link in the description and i, I can gain a bit of a you know a bit of which called notoriety I, 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 I gain a bit of exposure from that and also you get some sick music to go in the background of your videos so that's how it first started and he really wanted to do that and he gave me you know he, you know asked for some asked for some music so i played that for him and he used to put it in the background and then i'd also go to people and say look i can make music i can make a custom song for you how about you know i make a song for your channel so i think back in the day i used to do loads i used to do like Hazard Cinema was one that was like a Call of Duty compilation channel. They used to put people's clips on there. I made a song for them. Um, Shaggy, aka G Unit One Two Three, he's the guy who faked the world's fastest nuke back in the day on Modern Warfare Two. I unfortunately made him a song, which ironically then you know got me into a bit of shit because everyone started hating him because he faked the nuke. <laughs> and then this this guy called Extras, who was a big YouTuber at the time, uh, wouldn't work with me because I was G Unit's guy. Even though I wasn't Junior's guy, I just made a song for him. Anyway, and then obviously, I'm, you know, I remember messaging JJ. JJ had a sick background back in the day. It was like a black background with gold KSL and GWT. And I was like, that's sick. So I messaged him saying, bro, I loved your background. <laughs> Where did you get it? <laughs> uh, and then from there, we decided to make Husky Town together. Um, we did, th- no, we actually made the Rather Fast Black Man song. The song called the Rather Fast Black Man, because JJ had like a series called that. We wrote that song first. It never got approved to iTunes, obviously, because, you know, the title's a bit weird, you know, really, if you think about it. Um, you click that, I'm in it, you know, I'm in it. Look, you'll see me halfway through just cutting in from my little studio. It's so embarrassing. There, yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. You, ben, that's Darren Ben, you know. Because like, you've just got like FIFA footage, then you've just got me in my bedroom. <laughs> I think I was like, I'll oh, put me in the video, man, put me in the video. So we did that, it did really well. Uh, and then we did Hesky Town after that. We we're also going to make loads of different songs as well. I think Javinia was one that we were going to do. After that, we then inst- instead decided to do the football rap battles. But what I'm trying to say is, we've been there doing that from the start. Uh, and when he was making comedy music or when he was like making the black and white music with me and you know, blah, 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 blah. To see him go from that to wanting to make, he's always had a goal of making serious music, you know. And I can say, he he, he wasn't great at the start, you know, and he'll admit that as well. He wasn't very good at the start, but he wanted it so much that he thought every song I'm going to improve, you know, every song I'm going to get better at writing, better at delivery. But and he's just got better and better and better. Um, and he's never lost sight of his YouTube world year either. So he's still posting his second channel, obviously. He still gets all that stuff going. So it's like it's really amazing to see him be able to get to the top of the music game, which has still got a way to go, but he's pretty much you know doing big things now, performing at the Brits, <laughs> selling out a Wembley Arena show. So yeah, like at this point he's like he's he's accredited official artist. So to see where him go from this, where he was with, with you know our old, our old music to where he is now, it's just amazing to see, especially because he still embraces YouTube. I have two questions about the yeah, the yeah. shows. First question how did it compare to Reading oh, and man. Leeds? Okay, uh, this is that clip there that you're playing is my favorite clip ever. Cause like, I, let me tell you, when I'm performing, I've got the in ears in. So at venues like festivals and at venues like um, the arenas, because the well, I was gonna say because the venues are so big for the arenas, but also for the festivals, it's not a venue. It's just it's outside. The monitoring of your own song obviously if i'm performing if jj is performing we have to be able to hear the music so we can you know <laughs> rap in time or sing in time or sing in key etc so to do that you have speakers so you'll see at many events in shows you'll have the little speakers there to, to play the music towards you but at festivals and at shows they are so big and expansive that you have to have they have to delay it 
So they have to have delay, delayed audio, especially in festivals. So you'll see, you'll notice there'll be speakers at the front, then there'll be speakers maybe 50 to 100 yards back again, playing the same thing, but it's delayed to make sure the person way back at the end can still hear it in time. Because as you guys know, sound travels, and um, you know if you're if, without that, if you had one pair of speakers, not only would you not be able to hear it, you'd also be, it'd be delayed by the time it gets to you. Um, so imagine if we only had the crowd's audio. First of all, you wouldn't be able to hear anything because you just hear the crowd. Number two, it'd be delayed. You know, so it's really hard to sing in time. So you have these in-ears in, you know, and the way they the in-ears work is they are molded to your ears. So you go to some sort of clinic and they literally shove like, I'm not sure what it is, like something into your ear. You know, when you go to get a brace and they do that with your mm. teeth, it's like that. They shove this thing into your ear, let it set, they take it out and they make the headphone perfect to your ear. So when you put it in, it's literally perfect into your ear. You can't hear anything. It's completely shut out. So what I will say, the reason I'm saying that, the big long story, long backstory is because at the festival you can't hear the crowd and then that's what you'll always see it shows that you see people take their in-ears out all the time because they want to hear the crowd um so that show there at the festival everyone's like oh they were singing your name so much when you came out and i was like really let me see and simon he filmed that and showed me and i was like i love that i just can't I watch it all the time because i come through and everyone's like going crazy and that's always sick for me because I, I obviously always never no, I'm, not, I'm not too comfortable with my music so when i see people like i enjoy me being there i get really happy um but the same thing happened at the at Wembley Arena, I couldn't hear anyone. But not only could I couldn't hear anyone, I couldn't hear the music. Now, I don't know if the in-ears weren't working properly, if the signal was bad or something, or if I just had too much wax in my ear or something, but I couldn't hear myself. It was really, you'll see me on the show, I'm always pushing my ear, in-ear in, trying to move it in a different angle, trying to touch touch the, uh, the, the audio pack on the back, on the back that's tucked into my trousers to see if I can like get the wire to work properly. Um, because obviously Beerus, I know Beerus all the time. So as long as I start at the right on the right moment, I'll finish it because I just know it now so much. Whereas Red Alert, we haven't performed that in a long, long time. So when he told me we were performing Red Alert, I was like, oh my God, no. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to forget my lyrics. Um, so that's, that's why for that song, I was really panicking. But luckily, everyone said that I did it fine. And um, uh, and I, I smashed it. So that's good. Um, but yeah, how do they compare? Hmm. I would say that Reading and Leeds was more of a oh my God, what the hell is going on experience? Because that is just such a massive crowd, such a big thing to be a part of. Whereas the KSI show at Wembley Arena was more of a like, fulfilling one. You felt more fulfilled because that is his audience, you know what I'm saying? And Or that is, I'll say our audience in the sense of like, that's, that's, that's his audience. That's what he's worked towards. Everyone there are there for KSI and KSI only. It's his name, his headline. You know, at, at Reading and Leeds, he wasn't headlining it. He was just a part of the show, which is obviously still nothing to scoff at, but this one was his baby and that felt so much better. And you could just see, when you watched him, right, you could just see he was happy. Like he wasn't performing for, for everyone else. He was performing for himself. He was just having the best time. Um, and you know, imagine how many shows Drake's done now, or like, and I'm not saying Drake doesn't care, but imagine when he does his sixth like London O2 show in a row. You know, it's just work for him, isn't it? Whereas this one here was like it meant so much to JJ. So yeah, I think favorite or which one did I prefer? I definitely prefer the arena show, uh, and that's probably how they compare. Did you have another question? I did. Yeah, my other question was: Did you ever get asked, or would you have been nervous if you had to do the walk down this stage? Uh, so Cal Freezy said to me that Simon <laughs> was nervous that I was gonna have to, I was gonna struggle walking down that. Oh no, no, he he wasn't nervous that I was gonna struggle. He was nervous that. I would be nervous to go down it. Um, so yeah, at the KSI show, there was a big, big slope there, a big like ramp. Uh, I, would have, I would have done it, but I, I didn't. This is what, no, what, what? I was panicking, right? Because backstage, JJ was like, oh yeah, man, it's going to be a sick show. We've got pyrotechnics and everything. And then someone else said to me, oh, weren't you in the rehearsal? And obviously I wasn't. I, I, I arrived just at the start of the show, really. I, I arrived on SX's last song. Um, cause I, you know, if I arrived too early, I get really nervous. I was like, let's just arrive for my show. 
And when they mentioned pyrotechnics and that I didn't rehearse, I was like, wait, do I, I don't know where these are. Like, I thought I might be performing <laughs> next minute. They just turned the, for those who don't know what pyrotechnics are, it's a massive flamethrower at the bottom of the floor. I'm thinking I'm just going to turn into a marshmallow, man. <laughs> performing beers and literally get little, you know, set on fire, burnt alive. So um, I was nervous for that, but no, I, of course I would have I would have gone down the ramp if they wanted me to. But luckily, I, all I had to do was go up a few steps and perform. Um, and the sound guy there is, I love the sound guy because he's been on. He was on JJ's last tour that I was there every every um, every show, and also he was, he was at the last tour that I didn't go to. So when you got a good sound like team and obviously it's not just him it's the whole the whole team but he's the guy you know sorts me out um you just feel more comfortable like I, I when i did my personal show the sound was awful it wasn't it wasn't a good sound guy so you just don't have the right cues but when you know everything's sorted you, the, the nerves are gone because you're not responsible anymore for the actual running of the show but you were responsible for one thing i do have one last question yeah. sorry what was it like holding half a million the pounds beer <laughs> in the, your hands the beer chain yeah that was amazing actually um that yeah that that the beer chain doesn't come out that often and he mentioned to us he's going to bring it out for the show um and obviously he's got like 500 grand just on his chain and then he's like oh, oh randy before you leave before you leave i've got one thing for you and he gives me the chain i think he was going to give it me oh I, I should have wore it that's what i regret i regret not wearing it he should have i was i think he was getting it to put it over my head but i just took it in my hand i was too nervous <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i was holding this and i was like oh should i throw it into the crowd <laughs> and i was like bro imagine if this dropped now like, like not not for my fault but imagine if it just like came apart from the uh, <laughs> the necklace and it just fell i'd be dying so i gave it to steve jj's bodyguard as quick as i could and just ran off um that was good that was fun um that was also a fun period buying that chain because i was cameramanning him for the, at the time then and he was going there and, and the video idea was to be like oh let's spend you know or he's gonna spend a hundred thousand dollars on, on you know on, on jewelry but we were gonna click there so it's not it's not gonna be a hundred thousand dollars it's gonna be like you know a couple of things and he's just gonna we're gonna title it <laughs> that right we get there and then he stopped buying a watch and his watch is like i'm not gonna yeah then look yeah <laughs> then he turns into two videos he actually buys a 200 grand watch it was supposed to be spending 100 grand on various different jewelry and it was supposed to be clickbait and then he's like you know what i'm gonna get a chain or like a pendant made and they're gonna make it <laughs> and then it, i heard the price i was about to faint man i was thinking what the hell but yeah no nah, no nah. that was a fun period in life just didn't you know following him around filming all these crazy stuff that he's doing look at that though that's crazy isn't it that's the most unique, well, one of the most unique pieces of jewelry in in modern entertainment, in my opinion. People always say that's a waste of money, but it's not. It's, I don't think it is at all. Because like number one, it'll hold its value, in probably in pure just pure just materials alone. But also the size JJ is now as well. Like someone out there one day would he'll never he'll never sell it, but someone would love to buy that, wouldn't they? You know, if you're a multi-millionaire KSI fan, you could own part of his, you know, one of his one of his prized possessions. Is, um, is that the 200 gram watch he's wearing whilst buying yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so smart, you know, when they were doing the, um, when they were doing, when they were selling it to him, because I'm not sure if I've ever brought this up on the podcast or not, but I'll say it again and I'll tell the story. So they, they show him a few watches and I've always learned this sales strategy actually. When I'm doing my own businesses and I'm always do, you know, doing sales stuff, I always keep this strategy in mind because he said, I want something that's bust down, obviously. They know what bust down means, you know. It's, it's, a, you know, it's like a rap term, but anyway, it means a watch that's just got diamonds all over it. So instead of just being like, you know, diamond encrusted around the side the whole thing yeah so keep that picture up there yeah there's three watches right so he says i want one that's bust down and then they, they go right okay yeah we know what you mean we know exactly what you want show him watch number one and he's like oh this is really nice yeah but it's not 
you know, I wanted it. I wanted diamonds around everything. It's not, this is not right, you know. So he goes, have you got any more? And they show him the next one. And he goes, oh, yeah, this is actually really nice. How much is this? This one's cool. But again, it's not what I want. I want it bust down, man. I want, like, diamonds all over it. So then they go. And you'll see that. You see, um, maybe go a few seconds before that shot right there. Yeah, so it's under, look, it's underneath. So yeah, he has it there. He is, he knows exactly what he wants, but he's been showing him two other ones that he doesn't like much. And he's there, look, is it possible to get the whole thing? The whole thing, you know? Look, and then he goes, look, yep. <laughs> so I've learned that my whole life now, or since then I've learned that. So in my future endeavors, I'm going to learn that sales strategy. You give, give them what they don't want. You know they don't want it, and then show them what they really want. And he knew that. And then obviously JJ bought that one. So he did his job. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, what a guy. And, then, and again, JJ's just getting started, which leads me to my next point, actually. Prime. I don't have any with me right now, but Prime Energy. I want to say I've never seen in my life anyone ever get the response to, like, a product than Logan Paul and KSI have had. It's just unreal. Like, the show, right? JJ's, JJ's performing, and they just start shouting Prime. Prime, Prime, Prime. Imagine starting. Be, imagine me performing somewhere, and there's like twelve thousand people just saying Ace, Ace. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mate, I've smashed it. Yeah, and he's just, he's mental. And I've got a list here of what people have been doing, right? So, look, people have been making YouTube videos off their own back of just Prime. So they're doing guerrilla marketing. They're doing marketing for free, right? <laughs> just making videos to one get their name shared about. Because obviously JJ's a big name, Logan's a big name, Prime's a big name. Look, Simon did a video on it. I did a video on it. We want to get in on the action, you know, get on the, on the trend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He copied Simon's thumbnail. Look at that, <laughs> Jarvis and K. But yeah, so people have been making uh, the biggest prime bottle ever. People have been sending prime to space, making the smallest prime bottle. Someone replaced their entire college's prime with. Uh, sorry, they replaced their entire college's uh, vending machines with. Took Gatorade out there and put prime there instead. I think Simon reacted to that video as well. Uh, yeah, many people have made the biggest prime in the world. And then also. Um, Someone, right, for the KSI show, literally took five massive, huge, life-size bottles. Sorry, not life-size, actually. Human-size, bigger than human-size, uh, bottles of Prime to KSI. And when I arrived to the venue, I thought or assumed that those bottles... In fact, if you go to JJ's... Um, if you go to SX's Instagram, actually, you'll be able to find it. Because SX, SX posted a photo with them. I thought they were props for the show. I thought, you know, they, JJ was going to perform and the dancers were going to carry these big bottles of Prime around. The first picture there, Nick, on the carousel, if you go to the cross, yeah. Um, them. Those massive Prime things, look, I thought they were props for the show. So you got dancers there with them all. No. Someone from America from America flew these in on, a, on like a regular flight. Imagine going to the <laughs> imagine going to the front desk, right? And they're like, oh, any any items to, any luggage to check today, sir? And you're, like, and you're like, yeah, I've got five bottles of Prime. <laughs> Not small bottles of Prime, live, massive size bottles of Prime. So yeah, shout out to those guys. They filmed and vlogged that as well. And look, people, Logan and JJ have got this far in life by doing that, right? By creating this crazy content. And these people are doing it with them, which I think is really good as well. So, you know, they're, they're out there like just trying to, you know, make a name for themselves, making content around Prime. And it's, and it's also working to benefit Prime as well because Prime are also getting mad promotion out of it, you know? Um, and that's what's really... The whole like YouTube space and the whole influencer space. I know people like cringe at the world influencer and influencer marketing as a whole, but it's so powerful because, yeah, people want to be involved in these brands. So it's amazing to see. Um, so yeah, I got I got to take some uh, pointers for Ace and you know, <laughs> and try and emulate what they're doing because it's just crazy. Um, and shout out to them. And then next up, speaking of Prime, I'm not sure if you saw Nick. I know you definitely did, John, because you're a dirty boy. But um, there was a, a, a porn star. 
or OnlyFans model. I'm not sure if porn star and OnlyFans model are the same thing these days. I don't know. Apologies if I, you know, just offended someone. But she, Astrid Wet. She's called Astrid Wet. She's on TikTok. She does OnlyFans, right? Um, and she did a video with she did a porn video with Prime. <laughs> so she was, you know, doing the act of what people do on porn. I'm not going to spell it out, but you, sex, it's sex, guys. Um, no, yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, sorry, I can't continue. I need to hydrate. <laughs> she pulled Prime across and everyone was hating on her and everyone was having a go, which is, you know, rightly so. But she knew what she was doing. She's doing what everyone else was doing, you know. Instead of making the biggest Prime ever, what am I going to do with Prime? I'm going to you know, make a porn video and put Prime in it. So fair enough, right? It was trending, et cetera. But moving on from that trend there, um, yeah, there you go. Look, it's obviously censored, but yeah, she goes and grabs Prime. <laughs> And she like washed her mouth with Prime. She's like, oh wow, I'm now I'm hydrated. Oh, by the way, just for full clarity, I didn't watch the whole, the whole video. I saw it on Twitter. I didn't go and research this, so I don't know all the topics, all the ins and outs. I don't use that word, friendly. friendly. <laughs> uh, I don't know all the in, 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 ins and outs of that. <laughs> but moving forward on from Astrid and Prime, I don't know if you guys have been. You know, obviously you know I'm a big fan of TikTok. Simon's on TikTok a lot as well. I actually got a TikTok deleted the other day, removed for for community guidelines. I filmed it here. It had like 700k views as well. It's doing really well. What, what was it? It was a countdown. So it's like a filter where it counts down uh, or a random number. And I put days until I fuck your mum on it. <laughs> and it said 20. And I posted that. It's doing really well. And they took it down, man. Um, but yeah, so anyway, TikTok has been taken by storm this week because if you know Astrid Wet, you might also know Simple Simon, Cal the Dragon, and then Simple Simon's daughter called Keely, right? So they did like an event, I guess you'd call it, a crossover event. We, When we hear crossover events, we think Endgame, you know, we think Infinity War, etc. No, this was better than that. <laughs> this was, uh, they all got together to do live streams, I think it was. Now, I've not seen the live stream itself. I didn't watch their content, but instead, everyone just screen records it and clips it and posts it on TikTok in short formats. And let me tell you, what I've seen is just out of this world, right? And not necessarily in a good way. The first thing you get is just them all dancing around. And Cala Dragon drinks Red Bull. His thing, his thing is to drink Red Bull. So when he has a few Red Bulls, he gets ooh, a bit crazy. So they're all dancing there, singing songs. And it is what it is. It's kind of interesting to them. I'm not, sorry, I'm not, sorry. I say it's not interesting, but I can see why it's interesting, you know. Then, though, you get these different, <laughs> different instances where, like, they all go in a hot tub together. Now, keep in mind, it's like Cal the Dragon. Look, he's Cal the Dragon, Astrid Wet. Simple Simon, and then Keely, which is Simon's daughter. And like, keep in mind that a lot of the trend, well, keep in mind that Astrid's literally an OnlyFans model slash star. And she was, the, the whole joke was that he, he and uh, Astrid got, got together, you know, or have been dating and stuff. And then just asking, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna repeat the question that Simple Simon asked, but he did a would you rather. And it was a bit of a, it was a bit of like a raunchy would you rather question. <laughs> so, and I'm like, bro, why are you doing a would you rather with your daughter, man? I you're not going to catch me doing that. <laughs> I'm definitely not. You know, I'm, I'm probably with my, you know, I'm going to play mini golf with my daughter. I'm going to, you know, watch Disney films. Definitely not going to say, oh, would you rather? No way. So yeah, if you've been watching TikTok, you'll know what I'm talking about. If not, then get on there because shit's wild. Let me tell you that. Um, but no, I mean, people are making, people are finding ways to make content these days in de different ways. And it's, it's whether you like it or whether you don't like it, whether you think it's weird or not right, or well, weird, wrong, right, whatever. They're getting views, they're getting the attention, and they can translate that into, into you know, a career. What I do hope, though, I do hope like people like, because I feel like a lot of people say that Astrid and Simple Simon are using Cal the Dragon, and that, that's there's probably a lot of merit to that. Um, but Cal is 
happy as well. They're his friends. You know, he wants to film content with them. So I think on that sense, he's, they're not necessarily using him if he wants to make that content with them. But one could say, if he doesn't, if he doesn't know what they're doing, or if he's not really aware of their kind of angle, then maybe they are. Because you know, as I'll know, and Sam will know, and you know, YouTubers know. You don't make much money on TikTok alone. So you don't really make much money from the views or anything like that. The creator fund pays literally nothing, pretty much. I think I think people I've I've heard people get hundreds of millions of views, like literally a hundred million views and make two thousand pounds. Um, and you think that's a lot of money for sure, but not for a hundred million views. That's a lot of views. Um my point is though, I've never I've never really seen Cal the Dragon do like a brand deal or I don't know if he's necessarily like taking advantage of his audience right now. Well, sorry, not taking not taking advantage of his audience. I mean taking advantage of his, you know, popularity. You know, he's doing really well for himself. He needs to, you know, translate that into a career. Because at the end of the day, that's what you know, that's what lasts in life. Um, you know, when you're when when we're thirty, forty, fifty, maybe we're not making this content anymore. So you gotta make sure that while you're here, while you're relevant, you gotta, you know, do well for yourself and for your future family, etc. So what I'm saying is, you know, Astrid obviously is making money from her OnlyFans and her content. Simple Simon, I'm sure, is as well. Let's, I just hope that Cal is too. Um, maybe it is through g gifts and donations on, on TikTok, but, you know, you hope that they're not getting the better end of the deal because he's, he's the name, right? He's the guy who, you know, got trending. He's the guy who was doing, you know, football in the back garden, you know, cringy content, but people like that. I just hope that he's actually seeing a lot from it rather than just people around him. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 that. And then the final topic I want to speak on, unless there's anything else that Nick wants to bring in in a minute, is uh, Kanye released Donda 2. Yeah. And obviously, Donda was a great album. When I first heard it, I was a little bit, this is new style of music. I'm not really into this. But when I started to listen to it over and over again, it grew on me and actually started to deem it you know, somewhat of a masterpiece. It's a very good album, in my opinion. Um, I can see why not, a lot of people don't like it, though. Um, and I respect that, for sure. But I really like it. So when I heard that it was released in Donda 2, executive produced by future i was thinking oh I'm, I'm excited for this let's get ready for it it was supposed to release a few weeks ago got pushed back got pushed back got pushed back and then he announced it's not gonna be on apple music spotify it's not gonna be on any streaming platforms instead it's gonna be on his brand new that he owns stem player and for those who don't know what a stem player is it's pretty much a little a little piece of music that you can put an aux in and play it through your speakers but stems are what we know in the industry as the individual layers of a song okay so you have your, your vocal track number one you have your ad lib track number two you have the chorus track number three etc you got the instruments the guitar the piano the drums the 808 what this essentially is is a way where you can listen to music and you can control what you're listening to you can control which stems you're hearing so you can turn the guitar down or you can turn the drums down or you can turn the vocals down so you can just have an instrumental or just an acapella do what you want which actually in effect is a really good idea it's not necessarily the most technologically advanced item in the world because it's just four channels playing different things you can just turn on and off and you know etc but what I'm a little bit annoyed at is that you can only listen to it, Donda 2, on the stem player. So we can't hear it. Now, I'm sure there are some rips out there. I'm sure there's someone who took the uh, the live performance, the live stream down and played it themselves. But while I don't enjoy the amount of money Spotify pays to artists, in fact, it's just ridiculous. This is why Kanye is doing this, by the way. Um, same with Apple. Same with, you know, uh, YouTube. All these streaming platforms, they pay nothing. Um, it's really, really not great to see. But... At the same time, that is where people access music, you know. So, yes, you don't make as much as people used to do with the albums and the, the definitely the industry is changing. But that's where people hear your music. That's where you connect with your audience the most. And you wouldn't necessarily have the audience if they weren't accessible to you in those platforms. So I'm sure it'll come on there one day. I'm sure it'll pop on Spotify one day. But for now, it's only on Stem Player. So I haven't listened to it. I haven't even heard it. But let's look at the track list. We've got True Love with XXX Tentacion, which is, you know, 
a great collaboration. I'm sure a lot of fans out there are interested and excited to listen to that song. Um, we've got Don Tolliver, Baby Keem Amigos, Travis Scott Future, Jack Harlow Future, Sean Leon. Oh, wow, wow, Sean Leon. I know. I, I don't know him personally, but he's actually an artist that I used to listen to quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's, that's a good feature for him. Um, and again, another song with XXX, Future, uh, Fivio, Foreign, Alicia Keys. That song's I've heard that already. And then yeah, Soldier Boy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to listen to it. I'm, I'm not personally going to buy this stem player uh, unless it, you know, unless I'm in a shop one day and it's there. <laughs> Maybe I'll think about it then in Curry's <laughs> PC World. Um, but yeah, he made a lot of money from it. He made more money than he would have made by dropping it on streaming platforms. So on one hand, I'm like, yeah, you know, fight for the artist to make sure you uh, get what your music's worth. But at the same time, I'm like, you've got millions of fans around the world who want to listen to this. Just give it to him. You know what I'm saying? Just, just let him have it. Um, so yeah, that's Donda 2. But um, yeah, any topics, Nick? Um, maybe this one. Yes, this is really interesting. So Mr. Beast tweeted actually that he's been working with people to grow their channel. Now there's actually a trend in this. There's actually a a job role type of thing, I guess you could call it. So obviously in a in the modern day YouTube business, let's let's talk about that because we've got you know obviously in in what the what's good podcast we've got different parts of the puzzle, haven't we? Um, so for the podcast, for example, you got Simon and I who sit here and and ramble, waffle and chat to you guys and rant to you guys. And you've got John, obviously, who sorts the cameras out. Uh, usually he's got the, the camera where he's um, pointing at our faces, but today it's just me, so static. Um, then you've got, you know, say Nick, who will then, uh, you know, not only give us content here, but he'll also clip up all the videos. So Nick will sort out all the different videos. He, you'll see him taking notes in this podcast. He'll be getting, you know, different topic ideas down there. Um, so Nick will be, you know, scheduling videos, putting thumbnails on, you know, putting titles on, etc. We've got Joel, who edits the podcast. A whole loads of different people. In most channels, you have that. But recently in channels, uh, you start to have another role that's more of like the like an analyst role. So they look at the stats and the statistics, statistics uh, analytics, and see how they can grow the channel. Because there's loads of stuff behind the scenes that you don't really see on first glance. Obviously, back in the day, it was just title, thumbnail. Um, and that's something we focused on a lot. Now, you'll hear Simon and I chat about the uh, AVD, which is the average view duration. That counts a lot. Because I think YouTube realized that, you know, it's not necessarily who, if they allow the thumbnail and the title to be the only metric of growth and what, you know, is popular in the algorithm, then you'll just get Prank Nation and all them people again, who all they do is try and get the most obscene thumbnail and title, but it's misleading, it's clickbait, it's not actually what people want to see. So YouTube obviously now have said, right, we know that what performs best is what performs the best. So what people want to see more. So if the video is 10 minutes and people are getting, you know, 8% of the, oh sorry, the average viewer duration is 80% or eight minutes in the video, they know, wow, this person's content is really engaging to, uh, to the audience. So therefore, let's push this content. Let's give this. Let's give people what they want, which is clearly this. Um, so you've got this, these, this like channel role now, where you've got people looking at the stats, looking at the analytics, and actually trying to grow that. So it's not necessarily just the editor, or it's not necessarily just the you know thumbnail guy or whatever. It's the someone who's driving that, looking at the numbers and thinking, wow, this video really worked. Why did this work? Oh, because you did something here. You did a nice edit here. Blah blah blah. So they're kind of like collecting that. And as you can see, with Mr. Beast's tweet here, uh, he wrote that he started counseling a small YouTuber for fun, and here is a monthly before and after of their channel. And you'll see it's gone from 4.6 million views a month, which by the way, is not small. I know he says small YouTube there, but for him, that's small. But that's, I would kill for that, man. Look at that. 4.6 million views a month. Um, and he turned them into 45 million views a month. Then obviously look at the revenue there. You've got $24,000 a month, which again, is not small. That's a, and that's, that's a massive wage for someone. But he took it to 403,000 uh, for the month, which is just insane. So yeah. And this is what you're seeing now. You're seeing people really take YouTube into the next, uh, next level and really trying to grow their channel by looking at the stats really and trying to grow that. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. 
have to get Nick looking into analytics. <laughs> <laughs> say this, say that. Yeah, Logan Paul as well hit 22 million subscribers. Oh, sorry, 22 million followers on Instagram on, yeah, two to two to the day where it was like the 2nd of February. Um, yeah, the 22nd, 22nd day in February in the, obviously, 22nd year of the century. I don't know. I, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily that bothered there. In my opinion, that was like, that, that was just perfect, like, boomer content, wasn't it? Everyone's like, oh, look at this. Look at the day here, man. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the calendar lines up, you know. <laughs> but no, it was cool. It was cool. Um, yeah. Too. Leeds sat their manager. I'm sure Simon's... Maybe that's why he's not here. Maybe he's crying because th that happened. Maybe he's crying because Leeds lost Bielsa. But, um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think, I think that's it from me. Anything from you, Nick? No, I think that's good. Yeah. You've done I'm, really well. Yeah, thank you. Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm sure this was a shorter podcast. Probably, yeah, probably a bit shorter. But, again... There's no one to, um, first of all, there's no one to, well, I've got Nick here as well, but, you know, Simon's always nice to, you know, butt in and say something and I can have a rest and he can have a rest and I can have a rest. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we did, we did well, Nick. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Nick has got the best camera angle here. That's definitely a better camera angle than what we I've, what I've got here. So I think we should do this more in the future. Get, <laughs> like, get Nick on there. And then I can put headphones on because you guys will always know that I've always wanted me and Simon to wear headphones. <laughs> I want to hear the crispiness <laughs> of the audio. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Make sure you leave a like on the channel, uh, on the video. Uh, subscribe to the channel comment down below let's help this video do well because it's probably going to do stinky but we thought at least get something out there better than no content for a whole week um but yeah let's go we've got, do you reckon we've got some clips today this week Nick? oh yeah yeah it's oh, been perfect been very good yeah we'll put some keywords in there sidemen tier list that'll, that'll be a nice little one um you know ksi beerus chain <laughs> but prime just prime prime yeah prime prime prime, prime. <laughs> um but yeah thanks for watching guys uh, appreciate it and we'll see you next week with uh simon fighting fit and back uh you know back in action Peace.